0: To Blue Collar Fitness. Your hosts are Trevor Powers, entrepreneur, athlete, and family man. Connor Burton, Connor Burton. trainer, competitive bodybuilder, and kinesiologist. Josh Sargent, strength coach, graduate researcher, and educator. Blue Collar's mission is to bring reputable information to the massive. There's so much misinformation in the fitness industry. We want to shake things up and help you navigate the information. To add value to your health, career, family life, and fitness goals. We hope you enjoy today's show. And welcome, everybody, to Blue Collar Fitness episode 38. Dude, it's been 38 episodes. 38 episodes in one year. That's crazy, man. Awesome. I think it's been, what, 13 months, 14 months?
1: Yeah, dude, since uh, literally the beginning of the, I almost said epidemic, the pandemic last year.
0: Did we start in March? Is that when we did? I don't
1: think we started that early. It's like March, April-ish.
0: Was it April, something like that?
1: I kind of rounded down, the opposite of an engineer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The uh, insignificant figures.
1: Right. (laughs) Nice. In sig figs. Dude, so- It's been uh, a minute.
0: You're in the middle of prep right now, man. How's that treating you?
1: It's uh very brutal. I would say the nutrition caught me off guard. It's got me on my heels and I have to really just uh literally break a sweat to get this protein down. Am eating really? the my meat body. sweats. Wait. Pardon? The meat sweats. Dude. Well, you know how Oregon was like the second hottest place in the world last Sunday. Right. Dude, I had to I had to get down like 260 plus grams of protein plus four hundred and twenty some carbs and that's that's a lot of calories which is like a unit of heat dude that's more i than was I dude i I'm was bulking. overheating bro
0: that's more than even i'm bulking dude mm-hmm. and that's in your cut right now how are you doing this
1: well right now i'm running this uh this program with with brett ball my coach and we just cut fats it was a li- i don't know the exact number is a little bit above Um, Well, right now we're at 3,300 calories and the first month was higher. Now we dropped fats and I'm beginning to cut because I have a lot less uh, nutrient dense food as far as like the fats go. So less fats. I still have a lot of carbs for my muscle, the protein for the muscle. So I'm staying full, but I've been getting lean. Right. Right.
0: And so you're, you're at how many, you were at 3,300, really you copy, bro. are now at
1: 3,300?
0: I'm at 3,300. Uh, so what, what did you start at?
1: I believe it was uh, somewhere near like 35 or 3,600. So like a 300-calorie drop. I mean, I'm guessing, to be honest. I don't remember because... So you were well, got, at
0: like a 36? Yeah, I already have
1: diet brain, but I'm on 400 carbs, so... <laughs> okay,
0: but what was your fats at?
1: Um, so right now it's relatively lower, um, before it was around 90 plus grams of fat. Now it's barely even 60. Oh,
0: okay. So mm-hmm. 30 times nine, that's how many calories you dropped. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let me calculate that 270 calories. Yeah. Around 300. Two seventy. Okay. So you were, you were at, uh, 36 ish and now
1: you're at 33. For the people listening, the the press been tough, and I just uh, met my ten week mark. Got a tan this weekend at the beach at the Lake Oswego. Yeah, Lake.
0: <laughs> America's birthday, man! It
1: was a good Fourth of July,
0: dude. I, I drank alcohol for the first time, in, well, since Trevor's wedding in uh, February, so that was uh, that was quite the that was quite the good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a, I had a few white claws. That's about it. But I had a lot of burgers, dude. I was the, I, I cooked so many burgers that day. Well, you, you had a,
1: you had a burger before your, your photo shoot as well, right? I did. I
0: had a burger before my photo shoot. Um, I was prepping for some blue collar fitness photos cause we're going to be coming out with new programs. Um, so I got to look, uh, got to look jacked, you know, to be on the, you know, to sell these, uh, these programs to you guys, you know, I can't be looking like a fat slob. Um, so showing you guys what's possible with our programming. With, along with a good diet, right. You're not going to look like uh, Connor and I, um, you know, maybe you are, if you have some crazy genetics or something,
1: but most, you definitely won't look like a couch potato. Right. You won't don't look, have that program yet. You won't
0: look like a, uh, a wimpy, you know, a diary of a wimpy kid guy. Um, but you're not gonna get shredded on our programs unless you diet. So today we're gonna be talking about dieting and how to set up your diet so that you can um, you know, maybe do your own photo shoot or do or practice so that maybe uh you can decide if bodybuilding might be for you. Because there's a lot of people that lift, right? You know, there's powerlifters, there's Olympic lifters, people that just love to go to the gym and train. Um, but if you wanna be a fitness model or a bodybuilder, or you just want to look good for a wedding or look jacked for the beach. Um, You know, dieting is something that has to be done and it has to be done properly, or you're not going to have the look that you want when you're at the beach. So,
1: especially the behaviors around nutrition. I mean, I've had a lot of clients where they didn't know where to go to They're like, Hey, Connor, I got um, this daily behavior of just ordering DoorDash. I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Let's start with, their accountants,
0: accountants going to be like, you shouldn't do that too.
1: Exactly. That's, that's very expensive. And it. we just want to teach you the behaviors. The to $7 be able, burrito. For yeah. To be able to teach you how to, how to get the right nutrients to, to, to support your fitness goals. Yeah. And dude, delivery, come on, DoorDash is expensive. Right. Right.
0: And you know, we're not registered dietitians. Um, you know, you, you can get really creative or really in depth micronutrients and stuff. Um, But in general, I think if you stick to a variety of vegetables um, while you're dieting, most likely you're going to get enough of those micronutrients. I think where people go fall short as a lot of times as bodybuilders is we get into the chicken and rice and chicken and rice is all we Mm -hmm. eat. Um, And then when we start dieting down, you know, maybe we have like one vegetable that we go to like um, for some people's asparagus or it's smelly um, PLD. day a, or broccoli or, you know, these, the, missus,
1: the missus won't like that. Probably not.
0: <laughs> these, these are good. Um, these are really good, uh, vegetables, right. And they're filling and they're fibrous. Um, but you want to make sure that you have a variety of vegetables. One person that I've really, uh, gleaned a lot of great information from is Greg Duchette. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy put that cookie down. Is a uh, <laughs> he's put it down now. He's he's always coming up with some interesting recipe, and he's you know he's got he's famous for all of these you know crazy outlandish recipes that are low calorie, high volume, mm-hmm. high protein. But if you actually look at what he eats, a lot of what he eats is just a lot of freaking veggies. Mm-hmm. Um, like he makes those wraps, right? So he'll get those low carb wraps. I don't do them because. Um, most of the wraps have gluten and then the one, right. the ones that don't have gluten usually are super high calorie. So finding mm-hmm. a low calorie wrap is not the way to go. I just make salads.
1: Is it typically like your, your kind of leafy lettuces and, uh, like cabbage and spinach and stuff? Absolutely not. So, well, yes, but I mean, what I'm
0: going for is he throws in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll, he'll have like the leafy greens, but then he'll also throw in, um like mushrooms and a bunch of oh, bell yeah. peppers and carrots and you know like arugula and a bunch of other types of leafy greens and you know um like full you know rainbow of veggies so much so that his belly's stuff like he'll make these wraps of so like two of them, and that thing is loaded loaded with veggies, and then it's got maybe four ounces of meat in each one mm-hmm. um and then the other one that I seem to have a hard time finding in Oregon is protein squares. He calls them protein squares because they're it's zero fat cheese. I was able to find it a little bit last year. At, um, sometimes it was in stock at Walmart and sometimes it was in stock at Safeway. I don't like stop shopping at either of those stores, but I would go to those places just to find zero fat cheese. And now I can't find it anywhere. I remember
1: that's when you were, you were very, uh, Adamant about following his cookbook, you're like, I need fat-free cheese. Well, I wanted to try some of the recipes. Like, if you're gonna, was you it pizza?
0: You can't have, um, you can't, you can't have those foods with a regular cheese. Even low-fat cheese is still five, five grams of fat mm-hmm. per quarter cup, and you're going to use probably a cup of cheese. So there's twenty grams of fat. There's no way, like, mm-hmm. you're eating what sixty grams of fat right now, and you're high. Ca- I was down this last diet just a couple days ago. To, um forty grams of fat a day there's no way i 'm going to be able to put twenty grams of fat down in one meal
1: I was wondering what kind of technology goes into making f- like fat free cheese right that 's probably, probably why it's so rare it's some some lab generated stuff I, mean. I don't
0: think it's rare. I just think Oregonians are really into cheese and they <laughs> love, <them> cheese <laughs> they love their like you know like you go into an Oregon grocery store and there's just like so many gourmet cheeses everywhere and i just think um you know fat free cheese is like the most like not awesome tasting basic shit um mm-hmm. that i don't know like it like you know duchettes in canada i've seen you know a lot of other people making stuff like down in like texas or out of new york or when i was out there i saw it. i saw it, um like i went uh, like you know when we were in texas i was like i saw fat free cheese everywhere and Isn't that weird? Yeah, but for some reason in Oregon, especially Portland, fat-free cheese is hard to find.
1: But it's like we're we're so dairy or like we res- we like have a lot of dairy. I mean, they're the, more beef industry. We're
0: like the dairy capital.
1: We're more fitness oriented. I think I assume. It's like um, I don't know. I, that's I don't, really
0: say. I don't know if we're more fitness oriented. We're more outdoor sport oriented. But if you think about it, how many bodybuilders do you know in this area?
1: In this area, not I, very I many. know I know a couple from a couple Portland gyms, but exactly, not close. Exactly, not close. there's like
0: ten bodybuilders in a you know in a city of what a million and a half people.
1: The whole Portland area is like supposedly two million.
0: Yeah, and there's like maybe maybe ten legit bodybuilders if you're counting guys and girls, and then there's a bunch of physique guys mm-hmm. and a bunch of bikini girls. And when I say a bunch, I mean like maybe fifty. So that's your whole Portland area, right? It's small, but like I, you go to Cali, um, there's way more people to start with, but there's a lot more fitness.
1: It's the weather, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like if, if it's hot and you have to be outside, there's going to be more. A
1: lot more bodybuilders too.
0: Way more bodybuilders, way more fitness Speaking people. of
1: bodybuilders, I just got a DM uh, after wishing Lee Priest happy birthday. He said, thank you. So happy birthday, Lee Priest. Yeah, shout out. Just, just a little birthday. left turn there.
0: <laughs> happy birthday to Lee Priest. I saw that uh, it was also the uh, golden, uh, golden Eagles birthday, Tom Platts, yesterday.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah.
0: Yes. What a legend. Two, uh, two legends in the sport, for sure. Best arms and best legs.
1: Thank you, Lee Priest, for coming on our show. We know, um, we know you listen to every, to every episode. <laughs> that was dope having a model like three months ago.
0: Yeah, man. We'll uh we'll have to have him back on sometime. But going mm-hmm. back to our uh nutrition, we got a little sidetracked there a little bit, but oh, come uh, on,
1: we gotta have some fitness in the news. Fitness in the news. Fitness in the news. Okay. For you. We'll,
0: we'll go back. We'll take a <laughs> we'll uh we'll put a pause on our nutrition talk.
1: We're gonna come up to the surface before we dive in deep, guys. So bear with us. Um what, uh what have you been
0: seeing lately in terms of fitness? What I've been seeing is um, a lot of the Olympics trial stuff, like, um, that was huge. The woman, the woman that, uh, was, uh, banned for smoking marijuana
1: in Eugene. That was at the, um, the, I believe that that was at the U of O trials this past, uh, Saturday, um, or last weekend rather.
0: Really? Um, i I'm looking up her name here. Oh, and Yeah, so let's see. Uh, Excuse me if I butcher her name here. Um, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Sha'Carri Richardson, looks like. Um, Let's see. Superstar athlete slammed um, after the decision to ban American sprinter Shakira Richardson from contesting the 100-meter at the Tokyo Olympics because she used marijuana. Richardson has accepted a one month suspension after testing positive for cannabis, ruling her out of her pet event, although she may be able to run in later relay events. It's okay. So she's not completely of the Olympics. That's good. Mm-hmm. The 21 year old, uh, positive test came at the U S Olympic trials last month when Richardson established herself as a gold medal contender. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was here in Oregon at, mm-hmm. in track town, USA. Um, Dude, I've been following her for a while. Is that Before right? Before she was like, um, we knew she was going to make the Olympics. Because I literally just saw her and I was like, "Oh, dude, that girl is so hot." So
1: I, her. It's so I mean, great. she's she's good looking and dude, she's so she's a track star. And there's something to be said about track athletes and they oh, they dude. always have like developed glutes, Let me just put it that way.
0: Um, yeah, I love it's a certain type of physique. I love uh, the way that. That track women.
1: She said that she, Um, I think I I could be getting this wrong, but on Mind Pump, they mentioned, you know, she's only human or she's like, I'm only human or whatever. So they're like, oh, yeah, like if you're going through, like I, apparently her, her mother passed away and she yeah. she did the race for her, she dedicated it to her grandma. Um, Somebody might want to fact check me. Yeah. She, but she was going through a lot,
0: but also. She was dealing, you know, using the marijuana as a coping mechanism.
1: And it's like, I completely understand that. I mean, that's like to each their own. Also, I mean, as unagreeable as they are, the NCAA rules are the rules. Right. So <laughs> right. that's just kind of a tough thing. I mean, there's a lot of regulations.
0: Yeah. The other one that was crazy is um, the, I'm also going to butcher the pronunciation here, but Namabian. Um athletes disqualified for the Olympics due to naturally high testosterone levels, yeah, bro, dude, that sucks, man, like you're told you're a woman your whole life, you're raised as a woman, um, but just because you have higher testosterone than they think is normal, you can't compete that's okay, let me read this here Namibian eighteen year old sprinters christine uh, Boom and Beatrice uh, will not be allowed to compete in the Olympics 400 meters in Tokyo the Olympics due to being naturally high testosterone levels, according to the NAM-ABIA National Olympic Committee. The sprinters now join South African runner Caster uh, Semenya, who is Mm -hmm. banned from competing after the World Athletics ruled in 2018 that to ensure fair competition, women with high natural testosterone levels must take medication to reduce them to compete in middle-distance races. I Oh, dude, that makes me so mad. Uh, Apparently, she has XY. Does she have XY chromosomes? Uh, I don't think so. The Nambian Committee said the testosterone mm. levels were detected in medical assessment required by the World Athletics. Neither athlete or family's coaches or committee knew about the condition. Um, the female classification is protected in individuals who identify as female have certain different sex development, which means that they have the same advantages over women as men who do as that men do over women can pose a challenge to the protected category.
1: Um, let's see. I have a thing to read from, uh, from Chris Bell, Mark Bell's brother. Okay. He put up a post uh, two days ago says it turns out that this woman with this high testosterone issue is a lot more complicated. All the athletes required to take hormone blockers or not run, have X, Y chromosomes that give them a huge advantage. We talked about that. It still leaves a lot more questions. Maybe it's time to make another steroid movie. Uh, Chris Bell, he did the movie bigger, stronger, faster. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there's a lot involved.
0: I don't see anything about, uh, at least with these articles, like this is ESPN and then Yahoo Sports it doesn't say anything about X Y chrom- chromosome. It just says naturally high testosterone levels. I'm sure there's some, you know, there's you know, there's probably more to it than that. But dude, like if you naturally have better insertion points on your your humerus, you're gonna have you're gonna be stronger at picking shit up than someone who has you know more of a average insertion point on for your bicep on your humerus bone. So. Yeah. Also, like taking testosterone blockers, that's probably not healthy. Their body naturally is going to want to have higher testosterone levels. That's a god given gift.
1: You kind of scoffed when when you read the part where they're they're going to require testosterone blockers for dude. That's so
0: dumb, yeah. man. Like that's dangerous. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand at all. But um, also the other one that's interesting is like these are appa- I don't know they if they're X, Y, or whatever they are. Um, But the, um, the transgender um, woman,
1: she is, what, what country is she from? Was it a Namibia? Or no, we already talked about Namibia.
0: No, it's a, like, it's an, it's like a um, European country. Uh transgender weightlifter Olympic dreams have sparked an existential debate. Um is it New Zealand? I think it's New Zealand. Um this isn't the Olympics, transgender laws head to court. Wow. Yeah, like people are people are outraged.
1: What do you what do you think about that, Connor? I think that there needs to be some clarification about whether or not you came out of the womb as a scientifically proven male with, you know, the XY chromosome, right? That's number one, a determining factor in whether or not you're eligible to compete with, um, women are XX chromosomes. Mm -hmm. That's been a while since biology or whatever human genetics. So that's number one for me is like determine whether or not they were a male like throughout their life. Right. Now, if it's a transgender, hell yeah, they should compete. Every person deserves to compete if they have the skill set. Now, if they just <laughs> on a whim decided to be you know, a female or a man or whichever, and they compete in a class and totally crush where you had the advantage of being a different sex.
0: Right. I mean, that's an
1: issue, dude. I wonder if we should just take
0: male and female out of it and you can identify as whatever you want. But we have like a penis competition and a vagina competition. Like, if you have a penis. Oh, there's already a penis
1: measuring contests. So I've been to <laughs>
0: <one>. <laughs> no, Like, if you have a dick, you. My application compete, never went through, though. You compete in like the former male category, mm-hmm. which was guys' category. And if you have a vagina, you compete in the woman category because we have biologically, um, you know, biological females apparently, you know, that have been raised and assigned female from birth being disqualified because their testosterone's too high. And then you have a biological male who's transitioned into a woman. I mean, I'm looking at her, um, this, the transgender woman. And mm-hmm. I, I can't tell other than the, the fact that it, we know because it, we, it's being told, like if I saw her, I would assume, you know. Um, if I had to make a guess that it's a man, right, that she is a man. Um, so it doesn't look to me like there's been a huge transition. I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm uh, assuming a lot of things here, but, um, you know, when when a male goes through puberty, his bone, like his skeletal system changes, his skull thickens, um, you know, hands grow shoulder width grows like shoulder to hip width ratio that helps with a lot of upper body strength stuff. Um, you know, uh, I've seen several studies where with training men and women, when size is taken out of the equation, lower body strength is about the same. So like a hundred pound man and a hundred pound woman with the same size legs that trained the same, usually have about the same lower body strength, upper body strength, not the same, right, and a lot of that has to do with insertion points, clavicle width um and then androgen receptor density so um this this article says although testosterone is often associated with men, it occurs naturally in women. It's not entirely clear how important testosterone is for women, although t- testosterone supplements for women can increase energy levels this 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 article just seems so uninformed um, <laughs> I mean. I don't know, dude, like, I'm all for, um, like, I want people to be able to fit into society. And I could see how if you're an athlete who wants to compete, and you identify as a woman, um, you would want to compete with other women. But then also, you have to think about fairness. Like, if you went through puberty as a man, right? Um, You know, if you went through puberty as a man, then, like... That's that's just not gonna be fair. <laughs> you know have an innate
1: I mean. physical advantage. Where the strength, the structure, the torque, the power is completely different. Yeah, a lot of controversy. Controversy. Yeah, in that's the, a tough, in current sports.
0: Um, that's a tough um, thing to. Uh, that's a tough. Just that's like so. That's like society's just gonna have to figure this out. Um, you know, and I want people in society to be able to be comfortable and compete in the, um, you know, to be able to compete in wherever they feel comfortable. But then also, like, is that fair to women? You have to think about women's rights, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, you hear the, you know, like Joe Rogan brings it up all the time. <laughs> it gets redundant. Every
1: podcast. Jeez, like,
0: dude. Like, we, I know your opinion on this. You've talked about it forever, but the guy, um, was competing as a man in MMA and was getting his ass beat over and over and over, and then transitioned to a woman, and then she decided to compete in MMA still. And, but the problem was she didn't let anybody know that she used to be a man. She just that started is deceptive, com- dude. right? Just started competing in, MMA, and then she broke the she broke her opponent's skull and ended that woman's career, and like. That's just kind of, that's just kind of,
1: that's, that's shitty. That's really shitty. Maybe we're in kind of a learning curve phase where we're learning how to adapt the regulations around it, to be able to qualify for a certain gendered uh, sport or whatever, to be, be able to like qualify for a certain, you know, uh, sport or you know, race, whether it's track and field.
0: Right. Like we're learning to navigate, um, Everything that's going on there and navigate the rules and and how to work around this because it's it's a crazy complicated issue, man. like mm-hmm. who you know who how are you gonna not hurt people's feelings and make people feel included um and be progressive but on then also you have to protect protect um you know women that were are normal like you know, that you know just were born women and You know, haven't transitioned and just want to compete, and they want to get a scholarship in track, or they want to get a scholarship in basketball. Um, And how how do you come, you know, uh, help protect their interests as well as people of transition? Make sure that they fit into society and feel accepted and loved as well. It's that's a tough thing, man.
1: We can't leave, leave anybody out, and we can't definitely alienate people. Otherwise sport corporations and businesses are going to be screwed because there's going to be a lot of people saying like, Oh, you didn't, you know, let this this person qualify or whatever.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you, how they're going to figure it out. I think there needs to be people who are uh, very informed about biology. There needs to be scientists involved Mm -hmm maybe testosteroneologists, endocrinologists, people that understand hormones, gen, like people that study genetics and can like be on the board to like inform the Olympic committee and figure out like hey, what is going to actually and some sports scientists, dude, you know, people who understand sports physiology. Dr. Mike, hey, <laughs> get them all together to and, Dr. Mike. and figure this out and try and figure out what's fair because right now it just seems odd. Yeah, that's enough fitness in the news, man. We got to get back to nutrition.
1: Real quick, did you hear about Space Jam or did you see the the new commercial for it with uh, LeBron James? I did. How do you feel about that?
0: Dude, I feel fantastic about it, but here's what's also crazy. He-Man is coming back to your screen at home. Netflix has He-Man 2021 coming out. I have the power.
1: (laughs) I'm surprised nobody called me for the role. (laughs) It's coming back. That's going to be so dope. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be pretty sweet. I wonder who's going
0: to get the role? Dude, it's already it's already like This is it like a show or an It's anime? an anime. Dude, it's an anime. It's already, already they already have all the voice actors gonna and everything. It's going to be so sick. The the um trailer's out. All so, right. go watch the trailer for He-Man. Go watch the trailer for Space Jam. Um, do it now. Watch the Olympics.
1: The Olympics are going to be dope regardless. Thank goodness they're back. Oh. I think it's going to be a Japan. 2020 was just a freaking shit show. whirlwind of disaster. Yeah, shit show. Yeah, dude.
0: Uh, 2020 Olympics in 2021. Hey, dude, better late than never. But we got to get back to nutrition, bro. We got to get back this. to nutrition. We got to get this on the They go. So we're setting up a diet for someone who's getting ready for a photo shoot or a, uh, maybe their first fitness competition or a wedding. They maybe are someone who trains with weights regularly.
1: They have a um, regular resist, resistance training right, routine. A
0: regular resistance so, training program, but they've never done a a diet before.
1: So they've been consistent with the weights. Now they're ready to take on the nutrition aspect.
0: Right, take it to the next level, you know. Maybe they have their protein shake, you know, they eat plenty of protein, they built lots of muscle, but they've never gotten shredded. How do they get shredded for that honeymoon, that wedding? that photo shoot, or that, that first fitness competition? How, how would you start them out?
1: Well, I'll start out with a date for sure. I mean, you need to know the date. You need to know your protein. So honestly, a lot of those people are very consistent. Uh, they don't know what they're eating, to be honest. I mean, I would have them do a food diary for I mean, for some people four days. But personally, I, p- I would prefer a week of like food diarying. So I just I'll say, hey, you know, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to yell at you. That comes later in the program. I'm kidding. Um, you can write down whatever you ate on MyFitnessPal or just write it down in your diary. So the first thing is just to get information. And then I would say to make a plan for a wedding that's in three or four months. Right. Tackle the protein first. So that's, I mean, for me, that's huge is to be able to tackle the protein as the first focus of a meal plan. If you're going to make one.
0: Right. So they need to have a positive nitrogen balance, right? So if you're, yeah.
1: if you're kind breaking down muscle, Josh, like you gotta, right. you gotta provide the nutrients to build the muscle.
0: Exactly. So if you're in the gym, tearing muscle down and then you're cutting calories, um, what you don't want to cut is the protein, keep the protein probably around one gram per pound of body weight, between 0.8 and 1.2, so one is easy. So if you're 200 pounds, at least 200 grams of protein a day. Um, we're not Connor. We're not doing. Well, he's a little bit higher? What is you're doing? 265 grams right now. 260. So you're what? Uh, 220 pounds.
1: Oh whoa 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 whoa! I'm 227. Come okay, on. Okay, man.
0: 227 times 1.2 is I'm oh up my, there it uh, is. That's why yeah he's at he's got you at 1.2. He's like but that's probably. You know, if you wanted to eat that much, though, it probably wouldn't be the end of the day. If you wanted to do one point two grams per pound of body weight, because it's going to keep you full. And guess what? It's you're not going to get fat off of protein. Um,
1: that's a hard thing to do physiologically. So, physiologically.
0: Let's, so let's say the wedding or the photo shoot or the honeymoon or just the shredded beach vacation um, is what fourteen weeks away, something like that. For this next two weeks, all you're going to do is track your macros, eat clean, don't drink alcohol. Um, just get used to tracking your macros. Don't change anything. Try to get more protein in and definitely don't drink alcohol. Um, alcohol, we're not going to go into it in depth. Basically, it's the opposite of steroids. It's like a performance decreasing drug. If you want to look good, lift more weights, build more muscle, lose fat, alcohol is the opposite of what you want. It does not help you do any of that. It helps you. Gain fat or keep the fat you have and either not build muscle or lose
1: muscle. Protein is anabolic, it supports muscle growth. Alcohol is catabolic, it decreases muscle growth. Well, it, it, decrease, protein, it decreases
0: protein synthesis. Yeah, protein
1: yeah. synthesis, which means being able to increase the amount of protein to build muscle.
0: Right, right. So, okay, so basically you're setting up your diet, 14 weeks out first two weeks, you just clean it up. You're tracking everything. Say, uh, let's say you are taking in between 300 and 400 grams of carbs and 120 grams of fat ish a day. Um, So basically you clean up the diet. uh, You quit eating a bunch of crap. You go to whole foods, um, things that are voluminous and, you know, not sugar, right? So maybe you're doing oats and eggs in the morning, so lots of fiber and protein. Then for lunch, you're having a chicken salad. Then you're having a protein shake. And then for dinner, you're doing vegetables and steak, right? And you get up to that two or 300 grams of carbs, um, 200-ish grams of protein, and around 120 grams of fat because, you know, you're eating fatty cuts of meat, and you have olive oil on your salad, and you have peanut butter in your oats, right? Um that's pretty typical of a lot of the clients that I get They're They're pretty high in the fats. So the first thing that we can do at 12 weeks out, um, for two weeks, we've just been tracking macros, right? And tracking macros, tracking macros, making sure we get enough protein and not drinking alcohol at 12 weeks out. We're going to start adding in cardio. So if you haven't been doing any cardio at all, let's go 20 minutes a day. If you've been doing cardio, bump it up by 20%. um, So if you've been doing, um, you know, 30 minutes of cardio, you're going to go up to like 35 minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, a day. So, um, say you haven't been doing anywhere at 20 minutes of cardio and we're going to make your macros, um, you're going to make your macros, um, steady. So we're going to take you from 120 grams of fat, down to eighty because one hundred twenty is a that's shit. That's more realistic.
1: That's a lot of fat. Even if you change sources, I mean, that's that's, that's a lot.
0: so much With so like, many
1: calories. So basically, people fat is very high in calories. Nine gram, nine calories if per you gram. Get enough for your health in performance, enough, not too much, then you won't put on too much fat. So you have enough carbs to perform in your workouts. You have enough fats for your health.
0: Most women. You know, I think we talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. only need between 30 and 40 grams of fat a day. And most guys only need between 60 and 90, right? So we'll take you We're We're talking about, you know, a 200 pound guy. If you're a 150 pound woman, um, you know, like, let's just, you know, just slash these numbers down a little bit. So if you're a 200 pound guy, you were having 120 grams of fat a day. We're taking it down to 80 mm-hmm. and we're going down to 200 grams of carbs yeah. instead of your three or 400, um, so, we're going 200 grams of carbs. So, that's 800 calories of um, carbohydrates. carbohydrates plus 200 grams of protein. That's 800 calories of protein. 1,600. So, 1,600 total and then 80 grams of fat. That's 720. So, 720 mm-hmm. plus 1,600 is 2,320 20. calories. So, that's your total calories right now. So, you're adding in 30 minutes of cardio. So, you're increasing your... Um, You're burn, right? Mm -hmm. You're increasing your expenditure and you're controlling your intake. So here's the thing with the weight training, even though you have less calories, you have to fucking crush that shit. It's the only thing really keeping the muscle on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Focus on being able to move the weight and contract and squeeze through a four inch motion. If you're continuing with the same weights or getting stronger, that's kind of the goal. So
0: yeah, if you can get and stronger during if, a cut. If,
1: if you're having a hard time putting in your crazy. cardio and you, you just don't know when to, when to put in your cardio and you don't, I would suggest uh, first thing in the morning. But if you do it before or after your workout, definitely do it after.
0: Don't, don't do it before your workout. Please don't. You can warm up. Like if you want to do 10 minutes of cardio before you lift just to get the muscles warm, Um, that's fine. That helps
1: psychologically too.
0: Yeah, it helps you like get in the zone and get ready. Like you say you were stressed at work all day, you do a little bit of cardio before you get under a heavy barbell. That makes sense. But don't do 30 minutes of cardio before you lift. You're just depleting the muscle of glycogen and you're gonna have less energy to put into the weights. I see that's, so many That's people the carbs doing that this.
1: you the carbs that you eat people is the glycogen that gives your muscles fuel to boom. You know right. pump the weights. Right. <laughs> and
0: so many people out there, they'll do like 30 minute run and then they'll do weights.
1: But it's like Josh like blue collar fitness, like, is that what you'd want to, I mean, is it, if that's part of your fitness goal, that's cool. That can be fitness, but it just contradicts your, your weight training workout.
0: Right. Right. I would feel why so not, sluggish. Why not do your weight training and then do your cardio? Cause then you're going to burn more fat because you're glycogen depleted, right? Cause the whole point of the cardio is heart health and burning fat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we like to do it first thing in the morning fasted because you haven't eaten anything since dinner. You have way less glycogen in your system. You just get a big drink, big glass of water, and then go to your cardio. You're most likely converting into fat burning mode way faster than, than uh, glycogen depletion than if you had a big fat breakfast and then went and did cardio.
1: And we're right now talking about the person, the avatar t- is now 12 weeks out from the wedding. 12 we weeks have out from the base wedding. Base calories at 2320.
0: 2320 is base calories, and they're doing 20 minutes of cardio a day post workout or first thing in the morning. But here's the thing if you can't do it post workout or post first thing in the morning or post workout sometime, just do it when you can. Like it's still gonna work. A brisk walk is fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um I'd rather see you on the stairmaster. You're gonna shred the fat a lot faster than if you go for a walk, but mm-hmm. hey um cardio right right now you're just increasing your activity from your baseline.
1: Speaking of stair, that's probably why I'm I've been getting kind of uh kind of shredded recently
0: Dude, stairmaster. I'm, living on, I'm living on
1: no but I'm I'm living on the fourth floor now with my new uh, apartment.
0: Ah, I gotcha. So you always I got no build. elevator. <laughs> Let's go. Uh,
1: so my glutes are tight.
0: Uh, you need to get on the crossball, dude. Or mm. just have your girlfriend work on them. That's the right. best. That's the best. Girlfriend, you know, gets her elbow, starts rolling out your glute meat. It's the best feeling Gotta ever. Gotta have a safe word though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so 12 weeks um, out, Twelve weeks out, and here's what you're going to do. You start taking your weight every single day. Um, if you can get to an in-body machine, awesome. Take it once a week just to see your body composition, but then if uh, you don't have access to an in-body, just take your weight every day at the same time, and then we're going to take your mean weight for that week. So say day one, you're 200. Day two, you're 202. Day three, you're 199. Day four, you're 201, right? You're going to take the mean weight for that week, so you're going to add up all the days and then divide it by seven. That'll and that'll give us a mean weight for the week. Um, and then uh basically if over two weeks at week 10 you haven't lost any fat or weight, what we're gonna do is we're gonna cut your calories again. So a 20% cut is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. So we'll go um times point eight. So 232 times point eight is gonna be eighteen hundred and fifty-six calories, right? So Mm -hmm. we'll start with the protein. So for 856 calories and we're doing 200 grams of protein still, we subtract 800 calories. So that leaves us 1056 calories. So we're going to take your fats down to 60 because 80 is a lot. So 60 times nine is 540. So 540 plus 800 is 1340, right? Right. So it leaves us about 500 calories that we can have from carbs. So 480, right? So 480 divided by four, but you had 120 grams of carbs. So 120 grams of carbs, um, 60 grams of fat, and 200 grams of protein. And then we'll bump the cardio from 20 minutes up to 30 minutes. And you're definitely going to start losing some fat weeks eight through uh,
1: 10 through eight. You, you can make, I mean, if the carbs are about half this person's body weight, you can still make the carbs pretty, pretty, voluminous. I mean, oatmeal, I mean, definitely eat some vegetables. Oh, yeah. Like
0: 120 grams of carbs is cake. Yeah. You should, you're still feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point though, you're probably going to want to have most of the carbs around your workout. So if you're training at 10 AM, 8 AM, you maybe have 40 grams of carbohydrate and then post meal, the workout after that to increase insulin mm-hmm. and grow right? Get the insulin spike to to grow that muscle. Another 40 grams of carbs. So you're looking at 80 total there. So then the rest of your meals are probably going to be carbless, except for one where you have another 40 grams of carb meal. Right. Um. So, you know, maybe your first meal at 6am is 40 grams of carbs. Your second meal at 8am is 40 grams of carbs. Then your post-workout after your 10am workout is noon with 40 grams of carbs. Then you're out of carbs. Then you're just basically doing vegetables and meat the rest of the
1: day yeah you could you could do rice cakes you could do a little bit of white rice no 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 no.
0: i mean you have you have no carbs left after that if if you did all if you did, did them all
1: in those three meals mm-hmm. yeah i mean like post-workout oh you mean you could, post-workout you one of those. dude what
0: are your, what's your favorite post-workout today i had uh
1: my favorite um, is honestly uh protein shake and uh an apple right now i you, did, usually uh, I like a rice cake though
0: I did a rice cake
1: today, and I put one-third
0: Nutella, no. one-third one <laughs> peanut butter, one-third almond butter, and then I spread sugar-free jam over the top of the whole thing. It was so good. Amazing. With a protein shake. Fantastic. those workout.
1: Rice cake's like 10 carbs.
0: 14. Yeah.
1: Jam was, that was fat-free or what?
0: Oh, sugar-free. I mean, most jams, fat-free, but sugar-free jam.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, Connor's got the diet brain, so bear with us. The, f- farther, the farther we go into the show.
1: Come on, dude. You he's had it gonna last be, week.
0: He's going to be talking like I was last week on diet brain. <laughs> 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 he, he was carrying me, now I'll carry him. That's how it works. Okay, so week eight through uh, eight, ten through eight, say you lost two pounds. So you were 200 pounds, now you're 198. That's good, but we need to stop the body from stalling. We're gonna go up to forty minutes of cardio a day. Um, so, betcha, you know, weeks eight through six, you are probably gonna lose another three pounds mm-hmm. ish. So, maybe you are five pounds down now. So, you are one hundred ninety-five pounds, and then weeks six through four, we cut the the carbs again. So, maybe we go down to eighty grams of carbohydrate instead of one hundred and twenty, instead of sixty grams of fat, we go down to forty. Um, so still 200 protein, 40 fat and, um, 80 carb, which is still plenty of calories to feel fine. And you're going to want to, now
1: that, that was a, another 20% decrease,
0: another 20% decrease. Right. So now we're down at, at
1: 195. uh, I mean, if, if you lost five pounds by, by week six or six or four, your, your physique is going to look. Completely different. Oh, completely dude, different. Be
0: shredded. It's a 10. It's like a 12% decrease in, in calories. So you're at like, uh, 1550, 1580, 1580. If you're calories.
1: working out with weights and doing that much cardio and eating that much protein,
0: you can probably just ride that. And you're your
1: going to look so different.
0: Six, about 1600 calories at that point, 200 grams of protein. Um, let's, let's see what the actual macros are real quick. Talk for a second while I do this
1: math. Yeah, I've seen a lot of clients that I've gotten ready for different types of goals. Whether you know they want to do a transformation for a vacation, a wedding, a different dress size. I mean, they've been able to lose upwards of like six plus percent of body fat in fourteen weeks, sometimes ten. But the, the big thing is is the look in the mirror, like being able to see the lines, be able to see the waist go down. And a lot of that is just for moving and If you can just get, get in some good protein, some good fiber, and move around a little more.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. The, dude. Pro- the protein and the fiber is going to keep you satiated. That's the key. If you try to go on a diet, you could technically get you're, shredded. You're going to look good naked. Okay, oh yeah. But you could technically get shredded on Pop-Tarts and McDonald's. But you'd be so fucking hungry, there's no way you could make it. But if you're eating vegetables um, the, the food, the grains, that, you know, the, the carbs that you're in are fruits and whole grains, and you're eating a ton of protein, then your belly is going to be full and you're going to make it. So basically the, the macros before that I gave you took us from 800, 1800 calories down to 1500. So we can probably ride that in. So now we're at week six, right? Week six, week six, going to 1500 calories.
1: Um, we just decreased like 840 calories. Yes.
0: Yeah, so week six, we're at week six through four, we're at 1500 calories. And instead of 40 minutes of cardio, we'll go up to 50. So 50 minutes of cardio a day, getting fucking shredded, bro. Mm -hmm. So then week four, we're going to go up to one hour of cardio a day, unless you're losing weight like crazy. If you're losing weight like crazy, we'll just keep everything the way it is.
1: Yeah. I I would continue to do the check-ins. I mean, we made that point before, please do the check-ins because if you don't have the coach, that's going to be your, your litmus test to see if it's working or if it's not working and assess, assess your strength in the gym. Right. right. So then you can know whether or not to go up to 50. Uh, I mean, DM us, we're going to, we can help you if you don't have a coach, but ask your coach if you do, if you need to make that move to up to 50 minutes of cardio.
0: Right. Right. And it does help, especially your first, everything's cut, relative to have somebody there with you. Although you can do all the research yourself. You can cut your, yourself into a photo shoot or a bodybuilding prep or a show. Like a lot of you know, a lot of the old time bodybuilders they did everything themselves. Dorian Yates didn't have a coach. Um, neither did uh, what was his name? Uh, my favorite bodybuilder. I've still got diet brain. Well,
1: I'm gonna tell you my favorite bodybuilder.
0: Um
1: The he, birthday the birthday boy, Lee Priest never had a coach until his his final uh Mr. Universe in like two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that was his first coach ever. Need a
0: coach, and then uh, what's his name had um, a coach for like one of his shows. He had. uh,
1: You're so you're so specific. I know, man. He's these details are are so helpful. He's
0: half black, half Italian. What is his? What is? um, He lost to Dorian and Ronnie. Got second place to both of them multiple
1: years. Kevin Lebron.
0: Kevin Lebron. Yes. Kevin LaVro. Dude, my favorite bodybuilder. Guy's fucking savage. The Maryland
1: muscle
0: um, machine. Maryland muscle machine, yeah. He he had a coach for like one show. Most of the time he did his own prep though. Um,
1: he had the skill of being able to have the discipline of what worked for his body and to continue to eat the same way and to decrease food and increase his workouts.
0: Yeah, he would so just go down. He did to- a
1: lot of self-research.
0: He did a lot of research, and I think that's what most people need to do. A lot mm-hmm. of these kids like, like, oh, I'm just going to get a coach, and then they don't actually learn the ins and outs of how to actually diet themselves. And then maybe once you do your first show and you, like, you're like, you like, okay, now I'm going to get a coach and like learn how to do it with a little bit extra, and then you can learn from them. Um, but I think more people should should research and learn how to diet themselves.
1: I mean, my ultimate goal for the people that I help with personal training is to teach them how to reach their fitness goals so that one day they don't really need me. I mean, I love training them, but like train
0: like, yeah, dude, like educate them out of yourself out of a job. That's the goal.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've been doing this for like, we've been in fitness for 15 plus years each. And just like people, people deserve to know, especially in modern day life. Like people don't know. It's like, you gotta be able to do the research yourself, right? but it's like, we gotta be able to teach them in a way. Like right now that's easily digestible is people don't have the interest level that we have. Right. So we're at week four, right?
0: Yeah. So week four, um, you're coming up on your peak, your peak time. So just ride that 1500 calories, 200 protein, 40 fat, 80 carb. Um, and then if you're not losing weight, you know, we'll take you up to 60 minutes of cardio. It's about the highest I like to go because then you can just Mm -hmm. start to run yourself into the ground and you start losing muscle. Um, so 60 minutes of cardio, Preferably like a Stairmaster or a bike, not running. Running's going to tear the muscle off you. Um, so then we're going into week two. Okay. Ride that the first four days of week two and then 10 days out. We're going to go into peak week. Okay. Peak week fucking sucks. Peak week. Here we go. Peak week sucks ass. So here's what you're going to do. We're going to go um, no starchy carbs, no fruit, nothing of the kind pretty much all vegetables, meat, eggs, and protein powder. So we're trying to go basically high protein keto, right? So without the, a bunch of fat, just without the car, basically carbs and protein, that's all you're having. You're going to feel like shit. Um, your muscles are going to deflate. You're going to think you, you're going to wonder why the hell you're doing this to yourself. But here's the thing. You deplete the muscle from glycogen almost completely and, and fat. Like you, you're out of fat. You're out you're out of all nutrients. Um, and then three days out, we're going to add some fats in some mm-hmm. healthy fats. Maybe we add fat load, a little bit of a fat load, right? Some avocado, some almond butter or something like that. Not a lot. What about know?
1: a little bit of all will
0: maybe what think about that? And I wouldn't do that. I would do something they're so hungry. Why would you do something? That's not going to fill them up a little bit. You know what I
1: mean? Avocado would be like a right. avocado, would be like candy,
0: avocado, or almond butter is going to taste amazing. So, say that your photo shoot is Saturday, Thursday, we're going to take a little bit of fat in, Mm -hmm. um, maybe half an avocado and two tablespoons of peanut butter on top of your depletion diet. And then we'll go, we'll continue that Friday, having a little bit of avocado and almond butter Friday. And then Friday night, um, say the photo shoots at 10 AM on Saturday. Um, we'll cut water out. Um, about 5 p.m. No more water. Hopefully you've been drinking, you know, a gallon or two a day, um, every day, this whole prep. So you cut the water, got yeah, cut the water out on, um, Friday night, about 5 p.m. If your photo shoots at, or your, you know, whatever you want to look good for on the beach is at 10. Um, and then we're going to add in a lot of carbohydrates. So maybe, um, a bag of rice cakes and, um, you could go get some Hershey's bars. I personally like to do Nutella instead of Hershey's bars, so I spread my Nutella or my almond butter all over the top of the rice cakes and just throw down on a bag or two of rice cakes.
1: Yeah, I personally like uh, a little bit of almond butter or peanut butter. You can throw some honey and, in and there. And a little bit of a little bit of honey on top. Yeah. I like
0: Dude, I like jam. Like one of my clients my one of my clients made homemade strawberry preserve. I went through almost the whole jar with an entire jar of peanut butter, half a jar of Nutella before my last. Year.
1: I think personally for the for the pump. The sodium, I put a little bit of sodium on, on top. Yes. So, a little, sodium, salt. Salt's so important
0: for the pump. I So mm-hmm. right before my shoot, I did two rice cakes with Nutella, jam, and like triple layered with like almond butter on top. Mm-hmm. And then I just took some and sea salt, sprinkled it all over the top, sprinkled it all over the top. Um, and I think... That was something that I missed in the last photo shoot I did last year. And that was I was way more vascular this time. With th- this all was
1: this, this past Friday or Saturday. This was Friday. Yeah.
0: Today, when we're recording this, it is Monday. So yeah,
1: it is we'll Monday, July fifth.
0: Crazy. So yeah, guys, that's how you do it. And if you want to look even better, make sure you get a spray tan, um, shave your arms, shave your legs. You see a little bit more vascularity. Um, if you have hair on your body, shave your chest, shave your your abs. You don't want to dye it for twelve weeks and then uh, not be able to see the finished product.
1: It's like having a beautifully painted house, but having no primer. You want to be able to show that definition in your muscle. So, I mean, I would shave a little bit to like the
0: at least manscape. Or if you're Ex- a oh, woman, you know, you, go. you know, and uh, you're a
1: woman who, you no,
0: know, most most women are less mm-hmm. hairy than men. You know, so if you, you might live in a place that
1: has sun, get might, outdoors.
0: Probably won't have to do that. Um, exactly. But, uh, or might not have to change your routine, but if you're a dude and you got a bunch of, uh, body hair on you, try to see, you know, if your girl can shave your back or, um, buddy, dude, I've shaved this man's back before, uh, back in 2013 before a bodybuilding show. Um, I'm trying to take a piss in the bathroom bathroom and I hear,
1: still trap memory. I hear, uh, Hey, Hey, uh, Hey Josh, can you, uh, can you shave my back? (laughs) Oh, that's my voice. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that I really needed you. Uh, I got you, man. I, I got scared her to go away.
0: <laughs> so do you have anything to add to this, Connor?
1: I remember one time when you asked me to oil up your back.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, with, with
1: baby oil or whatever.
0: What was? What or maybe, was that
1: maybe that was for your acne. I don't, I'm really sure.
0: I had you put some acne <laughs> medication on my shoulders one yeah, time. Dude. So, uh, you know, the favor was returned. So with that gym bros, um,
1: don't let gym bros go on to a bodybuilding stage without being oiled up or shaved.
0: Yeah. Hopefully the bodybuilding show you go to has some like, you know, professionals that do that. But Mm -hmm. if not, you know, a homie sometimes has to do it, um, you know, or your, uh, or your lady. So I will uh, see you guys next week for another episode of blue Collar
1: fitness. We will be back with more. Fitness information. If you're still listening, still listening. Tell listening. Still listening. Still listening. Still listening. Still listening. Still listening. Still listening.